Next on the tee in episode 6 of Grow the Grind, live from the Arnold Palmer Cup, two standout college golf shining stars, an Arkansas Razorback, 2021 first team All-SEC selection, Curtis Cup selection, Augusta National Women's Amateur Participant, two-time WGCA All-American Scholar, and a Golf Week All-American. The Pig Suey Bell and one of the sweetest people I have ever had the pleasure to talk to, Brooke Matthews. Joining Brooke on this pod is Mr. Natty, a Pepperdine stud fresh off the 2021 NCAA Team National Championship. He carries a 70.8 scoring average with 30 rounds below par in just two seasons with the Waves. An AJGA All-American, California Boys State Champion, two-time USAM participant, WCC Player of the Year, Golf Week All-American, who is not short on confidence or lag in his swing. Dylan Minetti, we got lucky on this one. Dylan and Brooke wrapped up their round of match play and were hanging out playing cards in Rich Harvest Farms indoor facility. We figured they might enjoy taking some time to talk golf with us and they did not disappoint. Brooke's story was wild to me. You will learn that she started playing golf at 12 years old and somehow found her way to leap over countless junior golfers and earned a spot in the Razorback roster. I really hope to see her play again and I am absolutely rooting for her. Yeah, we only saw her for a short time because a storm came in. She rolled in like a 25 or 30 foot birdie putt in their match play right before the storm came out. Uh, but yeah, we are we certainly got lucky with these two. And it's been a while since we sat down with them. It's, it, we haven't gotten these out quick enough, but that's just because we're trying, trying to work on our game or on our grind a little bit too. And the weight's worth it, I promise you that. Both Dylan and Brooke have done big, big things since we recorded this. Brooke landed just yesterday in Paris for the Evian, which she actually received a bid and invite for that particular event after the Arnold Palmer Cup. She was the one lady invited. Out of all of the players, she was the one that got the invite to the Evian, which was really special to her. She was so thrilled to earn that. Reached out to Dylan just the other day. I said, what do you got, man? He said, you know, I'm playing pretty good. I said, what have you, what have you done lately? He said, I won the Northeast Amateur, which is probably one of the toughest AM events to win. I think it was about nine under in that event, Allie. And so he's rolling. She's rolling in Paris. And uh, we got a great one coming for you guys, so sit tight. So we are calling this one the Pig Suey Bell and Mr. Natty. Pretty fun title, but not as fun as this episode. We even got back-to-back national championship guarantee from Dylan, and so much more. We hope you enjoy episode six of season two on Grow the Grind. Well, we're back at it, Allie. Here we are. We're inside the Rich Harvest secondary pro shop just off the indoor facility because yeah we ran into some rain out there today um but we're very happy to have the opportunity to be sitting with two of the finest united states golfers in the collegiate ranks Uh, they're as good as they get from what i've heard we have brooke matthews and dylan minetti here and they uh they just wrapped up their first opening round there uh, at Rich Harvest Farms in the Arnold Palmer Cup. Lucky for us, they got a little time. So we're, yes. we're, we're kicking back. I caught them in the, in the break room running a game of Crazy Eights. Is that what you guys were doing? Gin. You were playing some gin? Mm-hmm. Old school. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, Allie's excited to have you. I'm excited to have you. Yeah, we're going to jump, jump right in here and talk a little bit about this experience so far for you guys. Um, you're in a whirlwind right now, Dylan. 
mm-hmm. because you just were running around celebrating with your boys. Pepperdine won the national championship. Fast forward to two weeks, you're sitting in a room with me after a rain delay, not feeling too happy about the way that you guys played today, correct? Yeah. Let's, let, let's not pull punches. You're not happy. No. no. It's okay, though. We're going to accept it. We're going to accept it. We're going to move on, and we're going to mm-hmm. grow from it. Exactly. exactly. All right. But let's talk Arnold Palmer, okay? Yeah. Uh, you got the invite for this. Pretty cool stuff. How did that come down for you, Dylan? I just got a call from Dustin at like nine at night, so it was really unexpected. And I, I played really good this year, and... I had four seconds, lost three times in the playoff, so kind of like a tough year in that mentality. So I was really excited to get on, but I wasn't expecting it. I mean, all of our guys on our team like top material, under 100 on Wagger. And I mean, I, I was one most of the year, probably finished two or three on our team, so super stoked to be here. Yeah, we talked about Wagger the other day. You remember that, Al? Yeah, we did with Gianna Clemente. And she was Clemente. mentioning how that is something that is fully on her radar right now. She's a 13-year-old. You guys are well into the Wagger rankings uh, Pepperdine's got a loaded group of players, obviously, mm-hmm. after what you guys did. And they chose, they chose you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, William Mao was our sixth guy this year and played Walker Cup. Like, we kind of had that inside running joke. I don't know if it's good to say it to the world, but we kind of had that joke in the beginning there. Like, our six man's playing. Imagine our one or two guy. Yeah. 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 Walker Cup six man. <laughs> you played good. And the five, what would you play for your team? I was one or two. Most you're, of the you were year. top one, two. Mm-hmm. And now you're here, Arnold Palmer Cup time. And, and, uh, there's still quite a bit of golf ahead. Your team just went back out there after the rain delay, and everyone's trying to kind of put some points on the board. Brooke, you loving it here? Loving it. Yeah. How'd that go for you? How'd you get the invite? Kind of a similar story. Dustin called me at like 9 at night, and it was just some random number. I didn't have his number, and so I didn't even answer it. And then my coach, we were at a tournament. She knocked on my door, and she's like, did you just get a phone call? I'm like, yeah. And she was like, you made the Arnold Palmer Cup. And I was like, no way. That's awesome. And Your so, coach is outstanding. Arkansas. Yes. You guys are pig suey coming, coming in hot, playing oh, yeah. a lot of good golf. Mm-hmm. Recruiting scene is, is, is up right now for you. Tell us a little bit about her. Yeah, it is. Um, Shauna, Shauna Taylor. She's our, she's our head coach. And Mike Adams is our assistant. And they are just like the best team. And I, in my opinion, in college golf might be a little biased, but they just work so well together. Um, Mike was Shauna's coach growing up, and so they just have an amazing chemistry. Uh, Shauna really recruits the person, honestly, before the golfer. And in that, we get a really good team atmosphere, and we're all really close, and it's just a lot of fun. And we play some good golf, too. And she recruited you? Yes. And what was that process like? Well, I'm from Arkansas, and I'm from literally right down the road from... Where yeah, Rogers? Rogers. You're from Rogers. I am from Rogers. I got family in Rogers. No way. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We didn't even know. We're tight. I didn't even know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, that Cobb Chicken's a big deal out there you know, <laughs> in old Rogers, Arkansas. So so she knew you growing up through the ranks, junior ranks, yes. high school. Yes. I actually um, went to the Arkansas women's golf camp when I was like 12-ish, and that's when um, I started hitting balls on the range. And my assistant coach now, Mike, was like, "Shauna, like you got to see this. Like this girl can actually kind of swing it." And then they kind of got on their radar there. And then just through the years, I would see them out at blessings. I was a member there, and they just kind of saw me grow up. And I always wanted to be a hog, like born and raised a Razorback fan. And so when I got the opportunity, like it was a no-brainer. What's for me. that tailgate scene like out there? It's insane. I heard it's top notch. It's insane, yeah. And we just made it to the super regional the first games tonight and we're hosting, so it'll be crazy. Yeah, baseball's baseball's yeah. going, Omaha's yeah, coming up. They're really good. Number one in the country, I believe. 
Got some hurlers. Guys are throwing 98 yes. pellets. Yes. Some big, mm. big hogs behind a plate, <laughs> yes. hitting dingers. It's good stuff. So um, you guys just finished, and we, I'm curious how the round went for you today. I'll start off. Um, <laughs> I'll <laughs> I mean, take that on the it chin. It was a struggle for the me at the beginning. I was sitting it pretty far left and right with driver. I mean, I was getting up and down, but didn't get much going. I kind of got in a groove in seven and eight, birdie, birdie, and then I thought it was going to take off, and it didn't really happen. That was kind of like the sum of the day for me. Yeah, I mean, little similar story. Made it too many pars, and the guy who we were playing against, the guy specifically, he was like seven under through fourteen or fifteen, and so we just kind of ran into a buzzsaw. And yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. how it goes sometimes, especially when you're playing in events like this. There's a lot of good players that can get hot at any moment. Yeah, that stuff doesn't always work out. Sometimes, you know, you make birdie. Both you make birdie on the same hole, uh, and and every once in a while you catch a hot one. Uh, the the course is playing nice, right? I mean, the yardages fit you well. Mm-hmm. You're not a huge dude. No, not at all. Five nine, five eight. What's up with that? How are you? I mean, you, to be fair, you got the baby face. Yeah, for you, sure. You That's would, why I don't shave, dude. I you would get shaving. carded going into a uh, to see Cruella right now. Yeah, I think. If I was twenty six, <laughs> I'd still get carded. You will get carded at twenty six. See, I got that baby look too. But yeah, right. I'm I'm holding on to hope. But uh, how? How? I mean, all power and lag. That's like my whole swing's based off that, which is different. Like, I don't know if you've heard of Andy Wada, but he like kind of shows my journey, not really my swing, but. Just like my move at the top, and it's kind of weird. It's definitely different from the normal game where kind of like have a hooded face and kind of swing through it. A lot of hip movement. I have the hip movement, but I just have a lot of more uh, extra details, I guess, in the downswing, which makes me a little bit more unique. Break that down because you aren't big. You're 5'9". Yeah. What do you weigh? I'm 155. I'm trying to cut right now. You're trying to get it down? Yeah. Trying to get it down to 130? 150, get some six-pack. I mean, that's what I want. (laughs) Brooke, you saw him hit it off the tee today. Yeah. Is he long? Um, he says he's not. I thought he hit it pretty long. Yeah. For yeah. my size, I'm long, but not in general. I mean, you're still hitting the 300 yards. It's not yards, putting general. him at a disadvantage. Yeah, you're not getting usually straighter, but it's <laughs> a little wayward. I'd say 5'9 over 300, but you talk, talk about that down downward action of the ball and why it, it cre- generates that type mm-hmm. of whip and that extra distance it's that most really, people don't get. Yeah, it's not really good with driver. It's mostly good with irons. It's just really repeatable. It's like muscle memory is really nice, so I can just repeat it every time. Mm-hmm. But driver, I kind of have like a different swing. I still have a ton of lag, but I swing up on it, which is weird when you have that much downward force coming down. So it's really unique and I mean, my shoulder might, might go out because it's kind of like weird position and kind of going through. But besides that, I mean, I love it. It's hard to watch. Like, I never take videos with driver. I always irons just to dial it in, which is odd, but I like doing that way. That's interesting. You don't look at yourself at driver? Never on a, like, video. Always just irons. So it's, like, so long. It's, like, oh, kind of You cringy. don't like the look. You're <laughs> no. cringy, number one at Pepperdine. Can yeah. we talk about the natty now, or should we hold off on it? I mean, what do you think, Brooke? I think... I would love to hear about it now, honestly. Allie, <laughs> national championship. Should we hear about it? Yes, definitely. We should. <laughs> Come on. The thing was like Tiger Woods in 2008 when he like timed to write the majors like Brooks is now. Like that's what we were trying to do, just hone in the bad parts of our games and just get that dialed in so we have everything strong. And then from the match play standpoint, or actually before that, the fourth day, is we were ninth, so we're one out of it right now. And then we're like, we're got to have a good day. I mean, I started off hot. I was 500 through six, seven one putts through seven. I mean, I was playing hot. And then 18 came, made like a triple, and kind of got off on a wrong foot. But we went birdie, birdie on the back nine, shot two under. Shot three under on the day, and then Joe shot three. I mean, we all had it going together. Once we had combined 
nine under best round. I think we beat everyone by five or six, which is insane. The top eight teams beating them by five or six. I mean, that was one step. And then the next step we knew we were going to win. Mm-hmm. First match, I had a tough um, lineup. Forget how to say his for a last name. It's Ketchup is how I said it. I mean, it was fun. I was two down through three, came back to all square and just grinding away out there. Played 21 holes, and then we played another 18. Because we had 36 that Do day. Do you think you bother people in match play? Oh, from me? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe my speed because I'm really fast normally. So I don't think I do like, I don't do anything really cringy. Like sometimes I'll walk it in, but I won't point like all the Spaniards say vamos and all this stuff. And it's really annoying mm-hmm. and it gets to me, but it just fires me up and makes me want to do more. So I kind of like it, enjoy it. It's good. So That's after talking to you guys for like 11 minutes, I can tell you guys are really good, like stars. Um, how did you guys get to this level? Yeah. Why don't you take that one, Brooke? Oh, take the gosh. pressure off of Dylan. Okay. I've been grinding over yeah, here. He, yeah. is, he was doing great though. Um, well, growing up, I start there. Yeah. Growing up, I didn't even play golf at all. I was, you know, gymnast, softball, all the sports that you get into when you're younger. And then I think I was like 12. My dad just threw me in some golf tournaments, like super local. And I didn't do very well, but I was competitive. And so I wanted to come back the next year and do well. And so just kind of from there, I just started playing in bigger and bigger tournaments. And then it was time to look at college. And that's when I wanted to work really, really hard because I knew I wanted to go to Arkansas. And yeah. I might, I was a little bit behind the curve of the recruiting. And so those years, I think, were like really formative for me. And then when I got to Arkansas, that's when I feel like my games really developed. Um, Sean and Mike have helped me a lot with, you know, course management, short game. At this level, everybody hits it good. It's just the little details. And so they've really helped me with that. Yeah, but you skipped a lot there. Yeah. You don't just decide you're going to leave gymnastics and then pick up a golf club and then all of a sudden you're blessed to be at Arkansas. So in between that gymnastics decision and your scholarship Mm -hmm. was a lot of hard work. A lot lot of hard work, a lot of, you know, good days, a lot of bad days, a lot of working with my swing coach who I've been with still from when I started when I was 12. Um, It's just a process and, you know, we're still in that process. Like you never get out of it. So, yeah. What are some of those tournaments you've played you played in during when you were younger? When I was younger, um I played in a lot of AJGAs. I feel like that is the best way to develop your game um when you're younger and I always feel like I tried to play in tournaments that I maybe wasn't quite ready for just to get the experience, mm-hmm. just to see what was out there and, you know, a lot of things is like maybe compare my game to someone who was better than me, see where I could get better. Did you find a lot of failure in those early? Tons, tons. I remember like trying to grind through those AJGA qualifiers and it took me like five times before I even qualified for one. And then I qualified and I played awful. And it's just, it's just, it beats you up. But how old were you? Probably 14 or 15, somewhere around there. Was it uh, one of the junior all stars? Probably early Uh, on the 12. It was, it was just a qualifier for for an open one, I believe. So, so yeah, I mean, it's going to beat you up, but it makes you tough. Yeah. And golf, you know, we all. You know. ready for that? Golf is tough. Yes, I, I am. Golf is tough, but you got to be tougher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, same thing for me. I have different background than Brooke. Um, started off three. My dad gave me like the clubs. I grew up pretty much on a golf course. Grew up on the twelfth hole. This place called Arrow Creek in Reno, Nevada. Kind of grinded for multiple, multiple years. Just 
really going at it. I mean, I went to the golf course every day. We had a cart. I love driving the cart. So, I mean, I was there to drive the cart. and <laughs> Golf carts and Skittles. I mean, yeah, that's what brings all the kids to the course is like snacks. Like we had a, this membership and I was like, oh, I don't have to pay anything and I get this in return before knowing what the tab was. And I was like, oh, I love it. Lemonade on a palm or anything. My dad probably wasn't too happy after seeing the bill. But, I mean, it was enjoyable. And then grinding. I mean, I, in the arena, it blows like 40. So, it really developed my game quick. Uh, wind player and then all the elements. Because I used to play in the snow like once in a while just for fun here and there. And then the rainstorms were the best. I would just like run, put my rain suit on, just like run down sl- uh, slopes and so forth. Just like that in the snow. So, I mean, that was different background. I definitely skied, did all the sports as well. Stopped playing everything when I was like 12. Then we moved to San Diego, and that's when I really took on golf full-time because of the weather and so forth. And then joined LaCosta and got a couple of really good players there, like Bo Jen, who's playing here, uh, Luke Potter. Those are probably the two most notable. And they really helped me just grow. And have so you work with Bo? With. I play with Bo all the time, yeah. What's his game like? Very different than it's yours? Very different. I mean, he's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, yeah, very long. Yeah, he hits it really far. Hits it way too high, in my opinion. Like, the launch angle is double or triple mine. It's like, <laughs> we'll make sure to tag him in this. <laughs> yeah. You just got to break your neck looking up for it. You hit a lower ball? Yeah. I like lower flat ball. Like, 17, 1800 spin. It's like my ideal. It's like most courses aren't wet. So, like, here would be trouble for me right now after the rain. Get a couple mud balls. But I think it's the best. Keep it down and easier to control and hold. That's good. But uh, when you were working your way through the ranks, you spent hour after hour after hour practicing, mm-hmm. you know, at the age of probably when did that light switch turn on for you? How old were you when you were like, okay, this is, this? it's time for me to really own my own game. I we wanna, always ask that question. I want to yeah. say I was, I was probably 14. Wow. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little later than some, but yeah, that's when I really decided that this was what I wanted to do and really had at least the college in mind that I was working towards. Probably like 12. I mean, I was playing for a long time before that, grinding like minor tournaments and so forth, but I knew I wanted to do this. So my dad took this aspiration, missed it by a little bit, so I kind of want to one-up him. What are some of the drills you guys do to help you get better and get to that next level like we were talking about? For me... um, I don't hit a ton of balls. I'm not really a, a, a range rat, I guess you could call it. Um, I like to hit a lot of wedges. For me, um, that just gives me the best opportunities to make birdies. And then the short game. It's short. It's all putting. It really mm-hmm. is. It's all putting. That's, you know, you can hit it as good as you want, kind of like we did today. And then if the putts don't drop, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I just like to play a lot, honestly. I feel like the more I can play – the more I can, you know, get find my game and just get in a rhythm. And f- that's what I found has worked best for me. I just feel like everybody is different, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but before we let Dylan get into that, mm-hmm. you said it's all putting. Yes. yes. Okay, so what putting drills do you do? And how long are you doing those drills? And um, how often are you doing those drills? Yes. And when did you start doing that? Because that's the stuff that matters here. Yeah. Right. Because um, that'll burn you out. Yes, it it's will. tough being being on a putt. He says Dylan's like, no way, no. not going to burn me out. He might be he might be insane. He just love, he'll putt for five hours. He puts it no. good. But yeah. some kids don't like to practice yeah. putting. Yes. It's like the least favorite thing for you to practice. Yeah, that, that I'm I've been getting better with that, but that used I did not like doing drills or doing anything. Of course, yeah. I mean, everyone wants to go to the range and pound drivers because it's fun. It goes yeah. far, and you know, it seems like a sport there. But putting is it's meticulous. You have to make it over and over and over again. It's repetitive. I What I like to do 
is get a couple shorter putt drills and just see a bunch of putts go in. And then when I get my speed, I like to just putt around, putt around everywhere, hit long, super long putts. And then I like to play a game with my friends. That's a big key, I think. I think if you can get friends to play games with, it passes the time a lot faster and you get a competition going and you start to feel some pressure, even if it's just a little bit, but it actually like makes it feel like it matters. But when you're by yourself, sometimes it's, you know. Coach Llewellyn was just on. And you, you love her, right? She's yeah, just she's great. She's awesome. She was talking about toothbrush drills. That's what she called them. I had never heard that before. I have never heard of that. Either. Did you love that? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. She's just saying the things that you do every day, like brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. So and it's like a must. You, yes. you have to do your toothbrush drills. So you mentioned a couple of shorting, short drills. Mm-hmm. What, what are they? Um, I like to like make 53 footers, let's say, just to see them going in the hole. And, you know, those are the ones that like. No alignment mirror? Uh, I like to use a stick. I use the stick just to make Throw sure that my path is down. good. Yeah, that's that's what I focus behind on. Behind the ball, behind the ball. Um, I do it in front. Okay. In front, yeah, because my tendency is to take it a little bit outside, and so just to make sure that you know it's straight back, or at least with a little bit of a inside-out arc. I feel like that is when I roll it the best. Mm-hmm. So many drills. Um, I have quite a few. My swing is obviously different. The main thing I'm doing right now is like keeping it in front of me. It's kind of weird, but it's just like I always have this thing where like hands inside, club outside, constantly do that on the backswing, like almost take it outside. Do you take it far outside? No, I take it inside right now. That's what I'm trying to fix. Like whenever that's, I take that's it. That's what my problem was. <laughs> I took out to in. Yeah. We just recently changed that. It's tough fix. Like I'm still grinding on it now, but I just do that. Like hands in front of me is huge. Um, letting my uh, shoulders not swing, but my hands come down because I have so much lag. It's really beneficial. That's like the only two things I do for swing. Obviously, I do alignment sticks all the time. Really need to double check that because mine can get out of whack. Then putting will go to her. Um, Brooks thing. I do this thing called a Brant Snedeker drill. So my friend calls it Luke. So it's like three, four, five feet um, and six feet. And, you know, there's four tees around. So you have to make all 16 in a row. If you miss, you restart. So it's really uh-huh. frustrating. Sometimes I just do 15. I'm like, ah, I give up. Done this for an hour and a half. Can't do it anymore. Um, I love but failing at that drill. Is the best thing for you. Yeah. It makes me so frustrated, but I keep going. So probably, f- four tees at four feet. All right. Four tees, yeah, different. Three, four, five, six feet. And then you just keep doing that until you get it all. And then we do this other thing called the birdie game. So it's like six feet, nine feet, 12 feet, 15 feet, 18 feet. And then you pick two holes and you have to make five or more to be better than tour. So I just do that all the time just to see or gauge where my putting's at. And that kind of helps with read too. You can kind of determine how you're doing. Then sometimes I just whack three footers a lot. As I like seeing them going, it's really mental. So, how has your college experience lived up to your expectations you've had? Um, well, for me, it was a lot harder than I thought. I thought that, um, you know, I had been playing good in junior golf. Um, I had a good summer leading up to going into college, and then I got into college, and I was like, wow, like these girls are legit. I also walked in onto the, um, I didn't walk on, but I was coming into the number one team in the country at the time with Maria Fossey, Dylan Kim, Alana, Uriel. And so it was tough. And so I got thrown into the best of the best. And so for me personally, I had a little bit of a tough start. You know, I wasn't qualifying. I ended up redshirting, ended up being the best thing that I could have done for my game. I got a lot better that year. And then some of the girls started to leave and I, you know, I got my chance to play and play in tournaments and I started playing well. But overall, for me, my college experience has been amazing. 
a lot of it's credited to my awesome coaches and my awesome teammates. It's easy to have a good time when you have good people around you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the most important thing when looking for schools is to just find coaches that you love and, you know, try to get to know some of the girls on the team because, you know, you hear some horror stories of people who can't stand their team and it just, it just ruins the experience no matter how good you play. And it also, you know, when you like what you're doing and you like the people around you, it's makes it a lot easier to free you up and play well. What is your Mm -hmm. practice facility like at Arkansas? It's good. We need to come check that one out. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's really good. Uh, We play at a course called Blessings, Blessings Golf Club. And we have, it's an amazing course, first of all, really hard. I don't know if you guys got to watch the Blessings Collegiate. It's on TV, so you guys should tune in this fall. (laughs) We have somebody to watch now. Yeah, absolutely. But we have an indoor facility because it gets pretty cold in Arkansas. So we have chipping, putting. Um, there's there's um, a 1%, a 2%, a 3%, and a 4% green in there. So you can always practice sloping putts. And then we have we have bays for when it gets cold too. So we're pretty much covered in the summer and in the winter. But as far as outside facilities go, you know, we have a really nice range. We have several putting greens, chipping greens basically anything we could ask for yeah so. dylan you have that same problem with the indoor oh, issues because of the snow oh you don't yeah actually not because you're worrying California. about surfing oh, i, I forgot yeah i go to the beach more than it snows <laughs> so your uh, expectations oh, clearly yeah. exceeded mm-hmm. already i mean coming in i was like the same way i was super nervous we were definitely one i mean my team freshman year was probably five times better than this year and we won the natty i think last year last year we would have won five and oh easy our team was ridiculous I mean, I learned a lot from Soth, who's on tour now. Um, that was really big. Chipping, like, I really struggled with that. And then he kind of helped me guide it. Like, I learned this completely new shot, like the draw spinner, which is a lot different. A lot of people don't know it. But, I mean, it was – I was frightened. Like, I wasn't making tournaments, and then I did. You guys are out there at Pepperdine creating new shots? No, he has his own. I just, like, use it. It's but is like it like ridiculous. a knuckleball? Yeah, exactly. It's like a huge draw spinner from, like, 30 yards, and it's actually really consistent. Like, I use it a lot on – uh Bandon Dunes this year at the USAM. It's like a lot of elevated surfaces. So you literally bounce into it and go straight up instead of a flop. It's like, I know from a tight lie, hitting a flop is pretty difficult. So this is like just a totally new shot. I was like, wow, this is so much easier. Brooke, you want that one in your bag? Yeah. I mean, it's easy <laughs> to learn. Nice. <laughs> I mean, learn, I learned a lot from the teammates and it's definitely weird with COVID. I mean, I'm a junior now and I haven't been on campus for more than six months. Like this wow. whole year, I was off campus. So my college experience from different from golf or aside from golf, sorry is completely different than others. I definitely struggled that standpoint, but I mean, my golf's been the best. I live with four guys this year and that was probably the best time of my life. And they're all teammates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joey, it's not yeah. getting better than that. No. Oh, so much fun. And well, it is Allie. So no offense. Okay. But what you do in college with your four buddies in a, in a house that you're destroying is a little different. We didn't destroy it. It was sure. still in one piece. No, not kidding. Standing. Yeah, I waited one. No, no wedges through the windows. No, we didn't do anything golf. We watched a ton of movies, which is interesting, but <laughs> we had a lot of good times, good memories. Yeah, you're doing it, and you still have some time there, right? Mm-hmm. And Brooke, you still have some time. I do. How's that benefited you with with the red shirt and the COVID? I mean, you're going to be able to stay there for another 17 years. It seems like <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm never leaving. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited that I get to come back for another year. One thing that Maria Fossey. She always said is like the tour will always be there, you know, real life, whatever you choose to do after college will always be there. So might as well just enjoy it like you never get to do it again. And I'm really enjoying it. And so I'm just excited to come back and play another year with my team and my coaches. And, you know, 
you're only getting better there, in my opinion. So the tour. So you bring it up and we were headed in that direction anyways. Is that on both of your radar? And is that something that you're aspiring towards or you plan on or you're confident that will happen for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely for me. I mean, I aspire to do that. I don't know if I'm confident per se because my confidence levels change depending on how I'm playing, but I definitely aspire. I always tell people, what are you going to do? I always say that's my first option. Yeah, I'm the same way. I want to I want to take it as far as I can and as long as I still love the game and I'm having fun then Does anything have to change in the way that you prep and the r- way that you work and the and 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 the commitment that you're making and the sacrifices that exist in your lives which are ample Does any of that get tuned up you think or are you already conditioned to be able to handle all of that Um at least for me you you learn a lot of it in college I think when once it becomes a job, you 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 know you have to be a little bit more responsible, even then. And I was lucky enough to play an LPGA event this past fall. And the one thing that I noticed about the pros versus the the amateurs that I'm you know used to playing with is it's every detail, every single detail they care about because every inch matters. And you know one putt can be worth how many thousands and thousands of dollars and points and rankings and like for them it really really matters and so i think i think we're really on the right track like obviously we get here because we care and we do the right things but Mm -hmm. professional golf just takes it to another level in my opinion now when you can you describe that a little deeper with the detail-oriented mindset that they have that might just be 10 notches above what a lot of your teammates are currently at yeah um I mostly noticed it in the practice rounds. You know, they they scoped out the course a little bit more. You know, sometimes we obviously, you know, we train and everything. We we focus on what we need to do in our practice rounds, but they take it super super seriously, which you have to. I mean, right? Fair enough. It's your job, and if you're gonna fly all this way and play in a tournament, like you want to be the most prepared. And if everybody else is prepared and you're just a little less prepared, like it's gonna show up. You amping it up. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, for me, it's mostly like I'm a super field based. So like track man, quad, that stuff with wedges. Oh, I could do so much work. Definitely putting. So I play the U.S. Open sectionals. Play with this guy is Brandon Harkins, but he's on like Corn Ferry and so forth. Like still aspiring. I mean, I had I thought I could easily beat him. He beat me by like four that day. I was like, oh whatever. I mean, I played terrible. And the only thing that was really different from him was just putting. I mean, everything else like we ball strike nearly the same. Just putting is so key. Let's just okay. Let's circle back a little bit to Rich Harvest, okay? So we're here right now. We're right. we're Arnold Promo Cup. Let's wrap this up just a little bit because I know you guys got some more gin rummy to play. You're playing gin rummy, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so um, you guys are here, and I'm just thinking if in my if I were to play here, I think it would be just an honor. And so I want to know how much of an honor it is to be representing the U.S. in the Arnold Palmer Cup. It's a it really is amazing, and you know to have. Arnold Palmer's name attached to this and to something you're doing is just like it's wow really is and personally for me this is my first time representing my country and it has been a dream of mine since you know I started playing golf you always see it on tv you know the Solheim Cup the Ryder Cups everybody representing their country and so just to be able to do that and to have it attached to Mr. Palmer's name it's it's just unbelievable and we're having such a great time you know yeah I'm on the same track I mean being associated with the Arnold Palmer legacy, like one of the greatest players of all time, it's just incredible as itself. And it's even better representing your country at the same time. So doing the, like one of my two favorite things, 
the same time is just great. I mean, the legacy and continuing it with the Sanders family, it's great itself. And then just representing America. I mean, I, I'm a little bit of a nationalist. Like I love this place and always will say so. And it's been great. It's been great to hopefully represent. Hopefully I do better in the next couple of matches to actually put my name down and can be continue his legacy and continue this match further on. That's spectacular. What do you guys like about this tournament? It's so much fun. You know, you're so used to going out and playing stroke play and stroke play. And it's also so much fun to get to play with the guys for us. We never get to do that, you know? The format's interesting. Yeah, exactly. It is interesting. It's different, you know, a little different pressure sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of have to figure out, like, like some strategies, like if we're teeing up with a guy tomorrow, like, you know, different games. You guys might not be together tomorrow, right? Yeah. yeah, we don't know. You have no idea have what no coaches idea. are going to do no after idea. The, the, no. everything. The dust settles, and they see yeah, where exactly. the U.S. fits here into the into the into the situation. But it's been a number of years since the U.S. has found a way to take down the international I squad. I hope you guys realize that, right? We know. So tomorrow's thirty six holes. I don't know if there's if there's rain coming or not, but doesn't okay. matter to you, right? You, mm. You're looking to get back out there. Before we close up, I do want to just see if we could, if if you could pull yourself back even further than than we did when you were in high school and, and you were prepping, when you were just getting started, right? And uh, that time that you spent with your parents out on the course, when whoever it was that was it was just over your shoulder, on the range working that working that stroke out, whatever. Um, what are some of your fondest memories of like your youngest? You were three, right? You're two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was three. What can you tell me about that? How you remember it? Because sometimes I worry. Like, I hope my kids don't just remember that I yelled at them a lot. <laughs> okay, like I hope they remember all the good moments and all the time that we spent, and they will because I only yell at them like thirty percent of the time. <laughs> um, what's that like for you when you go back down that lane? Yeah, I go first like twelve when I first time I beat my dad. Oh, I was so happy. I was ecstatic that we play the next day. And he makes a hole in one to beat me. I like I lipped out too right after him. So I was, I mean, that was my best, definitely junior moment, like starting to show and progress. I'm like, I just be my dad. My dad's like goat pretty much in my eyes. And he's won four state ams and just really good player. He's getting older, but I mean, it was the best thing for me. I was so happy for weeks on weeks. I tell people, Oh, I'd be my dad. Oh, yeah. I'd be my dad. How <laughs> about when you're little? You're oh, just little. learning to hit the ball. I was just chipped all day, so I really That's didn't it. play much tournaments. That's I it right there. That was it. I never hit balls. I literally never went to the range. If you're trying to get good, if you have a three to an eight-year-old, mm-hmm. even to eight, maybe seven. It's like chip. chipping is the foundation, the swing too, just like the bottom part. So I was like, that was the best thing they ever could have done for me. I mean, chipping contests all the time, bunker shots, spin. I love it. How long did it take for you, Allie, to feel comfortable with your chipping? Oh, since like this year. This year, I, f- I finally feel comfortable with my chipping. I feel like I can get it to a foot. And your sister? Lucy? Oh, my little sister. She just turned seven, and she's already comfortable with it at just turned seven. So. Five years old, three years old, all she yeah, did was she chip. She would just six. dump a bucket of 300 balls and, like, be a robot. Perfect. <laughs> right? That's the best thing you could have done. Yeah. I mean, definitely from Asia perspective, all they do is hit balls, which is different. Because, like, Bo, 400 balls a day, rarely chips, rarely putts. His theory was always, if I hit it as close as I can to the hole, all I'm going to make a one-footer every time. So it's just, like, to- completely different. I mean, he still grinds his short game. He's definitely done a lot better amplifying his time in different categories. But <laughs> how about baby golfer Brooke? I know my 
baby golf isn't yeah. super baby <laughs> golf. I'm trying to think back to when I was 12. Um, I Is think, that really when you first picked up a club, though? I mean, maybe going to the range a couple times. Wow. Like, I'm not kidding. When, when I started when I was 12, my first tournament, I think I shot 125. <sighs> like, I did not. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, I didn't play, you know? Wow. And just getting to go out with my dad every day. You know, it really, you know, forms the, the daddy-daughter bond. And I remember he would always get home from work around 5 o'clock, and then we'd, you know, sneak out on the course and try to play nine holes after. And then I remember, I think I was like 13 or something, I won my first tournament, and I shot 90. And I was so happy. Like, it was it was like the best day ever. My dad was so happy for me. I was like, Dad, I shot 90. Oh, my gosh. He's <laughs> like, good job. <laughs> Small tournament. But just the little moments like that, you know. Yeah. They're just special. I think that's what it all comes down to for sure. Mm -hmm. For us, and, and I'm sure your parents are silly proud of you. They're here. Are they watching? Yes. yes they were here. And they're just pumped that, mm -hmm. to have you here. You got you recognize that they only choose 12 girls and 12 guys to do this. And you guys mm -hmm. were selected for that. So whatever you are doing or whatever you have done up until this point, you clearly have figured it out. Mm -hmm. Now, what comes next? It's all icing. I feel like it's icing on the cake for you, and maybe you go win another one. Mm -hmm. Maybe you win an individual. No, we're winning another one next year, back to back. <laughs> He's calling it on Grow yes. the Grind here. Yes. He's calling it right now. I don't doubt Pepperdine. You cannot. I mean, you can't doubt that. And then for you, move on. Let's try to make it to that final final round of eight. Yes. Get Arkansas yes. back where they need to be. We, we will be back. Or we didn't go anywhere, but yeah, we're, we're going to make you know we're going to make a run at it. I have From a good feeling about. From what I hear, that that whole situation is in a perfect spot it right is. now, and you're I you're agree. right in the middle of it. So, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. I really thank appreciate. You. Thanks time. for having us. We we enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely yeah. first time, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. it was a lot to you guys were first you guys are solid too. Thank solid you. big tags <laughs> coming your way. Couple shares. Your boys are going to rip you a little bit. <laughs> is there anything we need to clear the air of, you know, Nothing. just to make sure that they understand that, that who they're, who you are? Oh, as, no, no they know. Yeah, they their know teammates exactly know. <laughs> they yeah. know why the ring's on their hand, right? Yeah, they know why I'm, having, I'm an animal. So they know they better watch out. That first spot's mine this year. He's coming, Pepperdine. You better look out. All right, what do you think, Al? Well, always remember, golf is great. The grind makes it greater. Let's go. Good luck tomorrow, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.